Ooh, we're going to get into it right now, Trista. I'm so excited for this game. And I like it because you could wake up on Saturday. If you got to get stuff done, you could get it done. Get in front of your TV. And then boom, right there. Boom. We're going to have a shootout. Sean Hockley is the referee. He's the head official. His fourth playoff game, his uh, previous three playoff games, an average of 63 points per game have been scored. So if you like the over, he's the man for the job. Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. I don't know if you know this. Hashtag people never. forget. In high school, didn't lose on a Saturday. In college, didn't lose on a Saturday. Clemson lost on a Saturday one time, but it was DJ that lost to Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. People forget that. Trevor had COVID. He's 37-0 on Saturday. He's like Bill Goldberg in the early 90s in WCW. Who's next? The Jags were 6-3 and three on the road to the over this season, so I think we could get some points. Mahomes, 8-3 and three straight up, 7-4 and four against the spread in the playoffs. He's 5-0 and oh straight up, 4-1 and one against the spread in the divisional and wild round. We could have peppered these through round. the whole thing. We didn't have nope, to. Nope, because I don't need them. Because here's what I'm doing in this game. I'm playing the Jags plus 9, even though I don't necessarily love the matchup. I'm playing Travis Kelsey over 6.5 receptions. You know what's weird about that? Just check that again at BetMGM. It's now minus 120 to the under on over six and a half receptions for Kelsey. That is But weird. minus 115 still to the over. Yeah, that's stealing. I just feel like with the total being this high, we just got done talking about the total. Sean Hockley, head official. With the total being at 53, it's telling me the Jags are going to be able to keep this game close. Because how are we getting to 53? How are we getting in the 50s if it's just Kansas City rolling? Unless maybe they take their foot off the gas, they play a bunch of prevent in the second half of this game, and Jacksonville maybe pads the stats a little bit. It's just... I think that Trevor Lawrence got all the interceptions out of his system. He threw four picks, but if you go back, you watch that game, only one turnover-worthy throw. Some of those were fluky. One gets batted down. One gets tipped at the line of scrimmage. Um, I think he's going to play much better. The the line that Vegas, I'm sure, or the, the score that Vegas, I'm sure, would love is Kansas City 30, Jacksonville 21. Like, right on the nose. <laughs> so they get a push yeah. and, and just the total's a yeah. push? Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch that. That actually, you you should play the exact score for that. Yeah, thirty twenty one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm on the Jags. Here's what concerns me really quickly, though. Are you on the Jags? Or are you on the Chiefs? Are I'm you, on are the you, Jags. Are you staying away from this game? No, no, I've, I'm on the Jags right. plus nine. I think they're a great story. I like the value here. I think the numbers should probably be more seven and a half, eight. But the only thing that scares me a little bit is just the scheme because Spags has Kansas City playing more too high shell than anybody else left in the playoffs. Fourth highest rate all season long. Trevor Lawrence against the too high shell. Quarterback number 19 against man coverage this season. Quarterback number one, the best quarterback in the league. So I think Spags and the Chiefs are just going to live in too high shell. And the secondary, like everybody keeps ragging on them. We just talked about this with Alex, not Cody. Uh, And since week eight, man, they made a couple adjustments. And they're number eight in passing DVOA. They're not giving up explosive plays. They moved Trent McDuffie, the rookie, to the inside slot corner position. And they moved out uh, Legereus Sneed to the outside. And they've been much better defensively. They still give up big plays. But I think that probably limits what Christian Kirk or Zay Jones do from the slot. Yeah. So maybe you look for an under on one of their props. Probably Christian Kirk, who torched them in that first game. Let me ask you this, though. Kansas City, 31st and EPA allowed in the middle of the field. Doesn't that favor Christian Kirk? And his he has, like I think, a pretty hot, huge Christian Kirk, pretty large target share in the middle of the field. I'm probably going to look if I'm going to go any overs because of that. Ingram. Yeah, I love Ingram in this spot. Yeah, and I'd probably go receiving yards rather than the receptions because I also think that Jacksonville is going to be able to run the ball. You can't run the ball up the middle, which that's where they struggle anyway, and Chris Jones is having his best season as a pro. But Travis Etienne actually leads the league in rushing yards outside the right tackle. He averages almost five per carry. That's where Kansas City struggles to set the edge. They also had some injuries. They're a little bit healthier. 
I just yeah, that number seventy-seven and a half. That's like right on my list of like must-take props. Yeah, I think the Jags are going to be able to score, even you know as good as the Chiefs' defense has been the second half of the season, or as improved as they've been. I still think the Jags will score some points. Trevor Lawrence, the Jags, they're like playing with house money right now. They're really not supposed to be there. They're going to be probably better next year, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We talked about this last night. Calvin yep. Ridley's coming back, and they made that trade for him. You pair him with Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram. Offense only gets better. You could probably add a safety maybe in the draft. They yeah. could, they could use some secondary help, but I actually kind of like this matchup only because they're getting pressure right now. Third highest rate in the league. If you make Mahomes uncomfortable and they don't really have to blitz to get the pressure, if Josh Allen gets in the backfield, has a couple sacks in this game. They can maybe force one to two turnovers. I think they might be live in this game. I just, I like the number. Um, we just watched Jacksonville beat beat the Chargers in a game where they were minus five in turnovers. Historically, if you're minus five in turnovers, you lose that game by at least seventeen. Thousand percent. You like, look they're at a the, good team, and it's not a um, you know like a deduction sort of a thing. But you look at what the Chargers were able to do against the Chiefs when they played in I think what week two or three uh, on Thursday Night Football. I remember I was in Canada then, and that was a dogfight. You know that was a game that the Chargers should have won. Obviously, the Chargers are are vulnerable in a bunch of spots that. Jacksonville exploited, but yeah. some of those spots I think Kansas City can be exploited in as well, like you mentioned, running the ball and getting the ball to their tight ends. And the thing that is interesting and intriguing to me is really what Pat Mahomes does under duress because sometimes he wants to make the hero play instead of just taking what the defense gives him yeah. and just either throwing the ball away or moving the chains, getting two, three yards. Instead, kind of like Josh Allen, he believes he's Superman and he throws the ball down downfield in a big way to no one, sometimes turning the ball over, sometimes unnecessary fumbles for him trying to make that extra play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why, I mean, when they traded away Tyreek and everybody thought that the Chiefs were just going to die and that Patrick Mahomes was going to go away, I was like, I don't know, because everybody's just playing this too high shell against them, and he always wants to take the deep shot. Now he's going to take what's given to him, and he's going to make these throws across the middle. And that's why Juju's had such a big year, because he's pretty much a tight end. I like his props, too, over four and a half receptions, over Kelsey, six and a half receptions. What would you do with their yardage? Um... Kelsey probably over Juju stay away from. So Kelsey's is what? 79 and a half. Yeah. Look at Kelsey's last five playoff games yep. and then look at the matchup. Yeah. So I'd probably go over on the yards. I've only taken the receptions though for both. And then Juju's is 55 and a half. Yeah. I'd probably just stay away. Just go with the receptions. Cause I don't know what the yak's going to be like, but again, the Jags are the worst tackling team. One of the worst tackling teams in the league 30th in that category. So maybe the yards are a good look. The more we talk about these props in this game. And again, if I do like Jacksonville, I feel like I'm going to end up playing the over rooting for points here. Cause like, how does Jacksonville get stops? I know the defense at times has looked all right, but they played the easiest schedule of opposing offenses this season. That first matchup against the chiefs, you could say, okay, Kansas city only scored 27 in that game, but they turned the ball over three times. And we talked about this earlier with, uh, Alex as well. Like the Jags were super aggressive. Remember Doug Peterson kicked that uh, onside. They got the ball back. Yep. So they stole four possessions and Kansas, Kansas city still hung 27 on them. Well, man. and the chargers, the only thing that I would say about that is that it's possible for them to, to slow an offense down. That's potent because you look at it and 
The Chargers had 27 points in the first half and yeah. then only three points in the second half, which is kind of the same problem that Kansas City has is they get out to a hot start and then all of a sudden they come out of the locker room and it's like they've been eating Snickers and like they have almost like this uh, yeah. food coma going on. Yeah, and a lot of that, like especially when they play Cincinnati, is because Lou, the defensive coordinator, makes the right adjustments. But in that game, I think, man, Joe Lombardi and Brandon Staley, they just really let Justin Herbert throw him out of that game. I don't understand how Austin Eckler didn't have 20-plus touches. The other crazy thing I saw the second half of the season when the Jags became the Jags, when they went from being a four and eight football team to being where they're at now, they've only faced three top 15 offenses. Like, look at some of these quarterbacks. They faced Dobbs. Uh, they faced uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets. Three top 15 offenses in those games. They gave up a combined 101 points. Wow. So I understand why the total is this high. We already got to the official assignment. So Kelsey over receptions, Juju over receptions. Jags plus nine. I might end up playing the over at 53 if it dips to 52 and a half. I probably just over. at 53. I took the 53. I took Jags plus nine. I took Evan Ingram 43 and a half yards over. I still do like Christian Kirk receiving yards. Let me know. Let me see what this number is right this very second. 63 and a half feels like a lot. Maybe I'll just take his anytime touchdown instead. Let me look at what that number is. I haven't played that officially yet. That's plus 125. And then I like ETN over 77 and a half rushing yards. I think he's going to get just a lot of touches. I think they're going to have to keep him involved in the offense to yeah. have a balanced attack. And I'm going to probably tail you on Kelsey and Juju. It's going to be interesting to see if they use Jamichael Hasty in this game. Yeah. Because he didn't have one touch. Not one. Not one carry in that last game. I like ETN rushing yards as well. I haven't yeah. played it yet. Might be one that I love to play, especially on those outside runs. You doing anything in this game, PJ? Yeah, I'm with you guys on Jags in the over i like those two plays ryan you bring up a good point about the over you think about the best two teams jacks has kind of played since this stretch it was dallas and baltimore both those games went over that dallas yeah. game was like 41 34 yeah was a shootout ravens game was hot was in the high 40s too so you're right i don't know how they stopped the chiefs another way to maybe attack this game guys the jags team total right now is 22 and a half the overs even money plus wow. 100 so that could be a good play. Kansas City's team total is 30 and a half, but that over is minus 135. So I think the Jags team total is a good way to go. My favorite two plays in this game are Jags first half plus six. Love them getting off to a hot start. I just think about the Chiefs through this stretch in the divisional games. Think about the Texans game when they were down 24 nothing. Think about the Cleveland game when they struggled in that one. Like these divisional games, they can get off to some slow starts with the momentum the Jags had from that Chargers game. I it's think they really could carry that in. Point. So I like Jags plus six in the first half. And then my favorite player prop is Trevor Lawrence rushing yards. Peterson knows he has to run the football this week. Lawrence threw a pick on the second play of the game last week. Like that's going to just change your game plan in the way that he he has confidence moving forward. It's up to 16 and a half now. Yeah. I, I think I think this is a big Trevor running game. I would look at like alternate Trevor Lawrence rushing yards. Like I think he could have 30 or 40 this game. I really do. Yeah, I agree. And if you look at uh ETN's attempts, that's 15 and a half. Mm -hmm. I really like that as well. That's juice minus 125 to the over. I do not care. Yeah, they're going to have to run the ball. The thing with Doug, though, is sometimes he just does not care. Like, he'll have Trevor Lawrence drop back 45, 46 times. I think he's going to have the perfect game plan. That's why I like him with the big number. And it's always it's Doug Peterson as an underdog is always just a great spot if you're getting more than a touchdown. It's going to be interesting to see how aggressive he is. If he comes out with an onside kick, some trick plays, anything like that. Also, everybody keeps talking about the Bengals' offensive line, you know. And the Chiefs, they don't have a bunch of injuries, but they are starting a backup right guard at right tackle against the Jags, who get pressure at the third highest rate. So, while well, I think there's going to be some points scored, also, we might see Mahomes turn the ball over here 
or take a couple sacks. Maybe we get like a scoop and score fumble, which will help out the over as well. I like that Jags team total uh, angle. I'm going to play that tonight as well. Yeah, I do well. too, actually. I think I they score at least at 24. That. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the total in this game is 53, and they're only nine-point dogs. So how are they not at least scoring 26, 27, 28 points in this game? No, getting you're in the end zone a couple uh, times. Agreed, especially at the price. I mean, getting even money for that is good value. Do you, think, do you guys think that the Jags... Um, I'm sorry, the Chiefs. We, we all like the Jags here. Do you think the Chiefs are a good teaser leg? Does that worry you a little bit, che- teasing them down to three? Because we're at nine right now, so the six-point teaser gets them at three. I know everybody has the same teaser. They're going to tease the Chiefs with the Eagles, mm-hmm. and that's why I thought maybe we'd seen some line movement kind of as like teaser protection. Agreed. Keep and you we, away from the key number. Yeah, we really have I don't want to do that yet. Yeah, I wouldn't take that. I think that's why you, the number— would make you more nervous? Like, who's more alive, do you think, Tristan, to lose this game? Do you think it's the uh, Chiefs, or do you think it's the Eagles? God, I think it's equal. I think it's probably the Chiefs. Oh, I feel so bad saying that. I No, I agree, though. Yeah. Although, do I? Because I've kind of talked myself fully into the Giants, too. I think if Jalen Hurts <laughs> is even any semblance as much of him as he was in, before he got injured, and I talked to Joe O, who obviously covers Philly and uh, is the host of uh, BetQL Daily, knows obviously a little of the inside tea, and he was like, he's going to cook regardless. Jalen's going to cook. And so... Not to say that his opinion is the only opinion. And, yeah, I think he plays through pain. He's certainly not 100%. But if he's mobile, and this is another big caveat, and the Eagles can stop the run, then it's kind of an impossible situation for the Giants. Yeah, That's, Those are the two key pieces. If the Giants can run the ball, everything's up for grabs. Everything. Yeah, I agree there. Do you think the Jags are worth a money line play? Mm-hmm. Plus three twenty, plus three thirty. This time of year, absolutely. I think if you're gonna take the 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 dog on against the spread, you have to at least sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Yeah, I mean it's a divisional round matchup. Yeah. We're looking at a three to one money line price. I might. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll just go all in on the Jags.